Well, welcome back from that break. I hope you enjoyed that music that came your way. Now, it is still Homefront coming to you from your preferred wholesome radio and the best place to have wholesome programming all day, every single day. It is time to meet my guest on the show today on Homefront. Don't forget, we are all about building society and it starts from the home. Building the home as it was designed by God who has the manual. My guest is Mr. Olauto Fawanyimi. He's a writer, but you're going to be meeting him, you know, tell us more about what he does today on the show. So, let's meet him. Alright, so, uh, Mr. Olauto Fawanyimi, great to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Adeshama. It's oh. good to be here as well. Okay, now quickly, let's talk about what you do, uh, because... This particular topic, you know, parenting right or privilege was inspired out of um, your book. I stumbled on a book written by you and I went through it and I saw this particular, I think it was a paragraph or some pages on parenting right or privilege. So tell us what you do. Are you just a writer or what other things you do? Okay, I'm a man of many ways. (laughs) Actually, uh, I write, yeah, um, written two books. Uh, If I were a girl, I would not. And The Soldier Within. Okay. I'm also graphic designer i do graphics i build websites but everything i do revolves around creativity also i do uh, radio drama i have a piece called the town crier where i also address uh, social issues and uh, in a kind of a comical way in a, in a fun way okay. sort of uh which um you know, has a lot of influence, got a lot of influence from my write-ups, my books and articles and all of that. Um, I'm very passionate about writing, really, and that drove me to build a website called kikale.com where people can uh, upload their books and uh, sell as, uh, as e-books and okay. sell to other people. Yeah, like an e-commerce kind of thing, but where you can put up your book. This is basically for writers, those okay. who don't have platforms where they can publish their books. Because mm. from my experience, it was difficult getting uh, publishers and literary agents for my books. Okay. And so I decided to come up with these uh, for people like me who have books and they do not have where to put them. All so right. I built this website and uh, you could upload your book and sell to your family, friends and fans. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree that you're a man of many caps, definitely. All <laughs> Thank right. you. So let's go into our topic you know yeah let's start with defining what parenting is in your own Mm. view what is parenting in my own view thank you for putting that and i'm going to permit me i'm going to refer so much to the book i wrote okay uh, the soldier within um the book is about bringing yourself from within yourself for every man you see there is so much we have on the inside that if you're not careful uh, they get shut down all the way through life so but then i know that for you to really really express yourself in life to get the best of life you need to start well Mm. so we need to look back at how you started okay where and how you were born and by whom who raised you i mean those are questions that when we find answers to we might be able to know um why you are the way you are okay okay even if we go to biology, you know that there's something we call gene, something we call traits, yeah? Mm-hmm. So for every child, you take a certain amount of traits from the father okay. and also a certain amount from the mother. Mm-hmm. 
so in, in that same manner um if we if we um liken a man to a tree you know that a tree has roots mm. and without the roots the tree cannot even stand the root is is hidden in the ground mm. and it's what holds the tree mm. okay? okay so for me in the book i made the tree like an allegory you know like looking at a man i put a man side by side the tree okay and i say that if you want to understand to know so much about this tree you need to start from the root mm. so if you need to know so much about a man you need to start from how he was raised okay how he was parented mm. allow me to use that word okay so if you ask me parenting is the root of man okay okay it's how a man starts his life mm. you know they say this there's this thing that every child is like a piece of paper blank you don't know too much when you when you're born you don't you don't even know anything when you're born like tabula rasa yeah just playing mm. so when you're born you don't know anything but then you begin to see things around you guess what i didn't say here i said see you mm. know why okay. because according to the um, vision council of america it was estimated that 80% of what children learn in their first 12 years come through the eyes Okay. So you as a parent can say that oh I'm telling my child not to steal. I'm telling my child not to lie. I'm telling my child not to be rebellious. But from age 1 to 12, 80% of what they are doing is what they are seeing you do and not necessarily what you're telling them. Okay. Okay, so parenting to answer your question for me is how a man begins his life, the root of every man. the root of every man all right so yes. but is parenting just exclusively a biological relationship or is it something about just you know supporting a person physically emotionally or which other way that exists can you only well, be um, a parent because you give birth to them or is it uh, okay um thank you so much for that question it's a very good one um when i was describing parenting i took time to say that being a biological father or mother mm. is not enough okay. to parent someone for me everyone that a child comes across in a way or another is a parent okay from a teacher in school to a guardian to even the, the teachers or what you call this uh, people you put them with at the crash okay i mean everyone they interact with at that time those formative years their parents because they pick a thing or two from them mm. okay so it's not just about biology now mm. it goes round and round everyone that you at a point in your life as a child have to interact with or you have to live with or you have to watch or you have to learn from they are in a way or another your parents even your siblings i mean they're your siblings but you're watching them mm. Okay yeah so the in a way in court they are parents as well okay. because the thing that some most of the, some of the things they do that you see and you pick up okay so it's not just biology it, it goes round it has to it goes round and round it has to in all ramification that people that you come across with your coming contact with their mm. their parents all right okay thank you Simon. so what you say now is that even the society that we live in has a role in child rearing it's absolutely just, okay Now I remember that I told you I was going to ask you what do you think parenting is not? Okay. Parenting, yeah. One of the key things in parenting is training. Mm. 
In fact, that's the most important thing in parenting. It's just sad that in today's world, we're trying so hard to educate. We're not training. Okay. So you send your child to the most expensive school and they're speaking Queen's English, but then they do not have what you call training, home training. Okay. So training is very important in parenting. What parenting is not, one of the things that parenting is not is torture. In fact, so many people make a mistake. They, they, they take torture and they think it's training. For example, a child has done something wrong. And then have you, have you ever heard these extremes that a mother or a father would cut the child with something sharp and put chili on it or something? Mm. You know, those kind of very horrible display of... of Inhumanity. I, I mean, it's insane. Mm. So what we should do, what parenting is, is train a child even the holy book says train a child the way he should go mm. that means show them the way that means lead them okay okay it doesn't mean you spare the rod but when there's you also have to be wise in the use of the rod so that you're not torturing okay because when you torture a child he's going to grow up being rebellious and at the end of the day you realize that you've wasted so much time putting him where he doesn't want to be okay okay that's what you find out that most of the time the parents who have been so harsh i mean extremely harsh on their children when those children go out they become something else they become what you i mean by the time you go home and you see their parents you'll be wondering how did this child come from this parent okay it's because the time when you were meant to be training you were torturing mm. and so they would always go out and realize that oh you, you put them through so much hard time and they will come back and turn their back on you. Okay. So parenting is not torturing. Parenting is training. Okay. Parenting is giving values. In a bit, if I have time, I'm going to talk about those values. Parenting is giving values to the younger ones. Mm. Not necessarily your own biological children, but younger ones around you. Mm. Giving them values. What you should give them is values and not venom. Okay. Give them values, not venom. When you tell a child that when your friend maybe mistakenly uh, pours steps on you or something, and they slap the child, I mean, that's venom. Mm. If, if a child, if your friend mistakenly steps on you, you're supposed to train your child to, of course, the child that steps on you is meant to apologize. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to train your child to accept the apology and not fight back. Mm. Okay? So when we train our children to love, which is one of the, the values, then we are giving them values. When we train them to always hit back, always fight back, always be defensive, mm. then we are giving them venom. Okay. Okay? So that's another thing that um, we should not give in parenting. Okay. Venom. All right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's something you said that touched me, and that was when you said that sometimes parents were way too disciplined or too strict. Uh, sometimes yeah. um, have children who turn out, uh, you know, bad. And I remember yeah. that on one episode of this show, I, I once treated strict parents with what children. Mm. And that's because we have a lot of percentage of uh, children who come from um, strict homes, you know, disciplinarians as parents. Strict, yeah. Yeah, even yeah. even who are preachers' kids, you know, yeah. and they eventually turn out like terrible. And so mm. we were trying to look for the correlation between strictness and you know mm. children going well. But thank you for raising that particular point. You're now, welcome. All right, now let's go to this one, uh, which I think you've already started talking about it already. Is parenting right? 
or privilege and we're going to be looking mm. at it from the parent view and the children's view mm. okay so let's start is parenting first a right or privilege um let me start by saying something that william rose wallace said he said that the hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rules the world okay that's how important parenting is okay so if you want to rule the world you know that those who will rule it you have to raise them well that's what it means okay. so if you raise them wrongly then they grow up and come to rule the world wrongly okay. now parenting being a right or a privilege we all know that no one has the power to choose where how and by whom he was born mm -hmm. i didn't have the power when i was born i didn't have the power to say this is the father i want or this is the mother i want mm. okay so because of that we had to accept what we got i mean i i opened my eyes at the point and i saw that oh this is my father mm. and this is my mother i can't change it so i had to accept it now we have different types of parents let me put it that way there are parents who had children that they were prepared for mm. okay they were prepared for these children so they have them all that they need to cater for them is already it's available and such children you know get the basic needs of life and they most times grow up well okay. we have parents who were not ready who didn't prepare for these children some come by mistake some their father even say no i'm not responsible i don't know where you got the baby from such babies land up i mean land on the trash heap some land with grandparents or even motherless babies homes mm. okay i mean so different uh, strokes for different folks mm. now fundamentally okay it is the right of every child you bring to the world to be catered for okay otherwise don't even bring them at all mm. so as a parent as a father and as a mother you come together you get married then you know that in fact my former boss would say something she said you have nine months to prepare for a child i mean this child gave you nine months notice mm. says i'm coming in nine months so, so you get ready okay mm -hmm. so you have to you should be ready as a parent to receive a child and then give that child what he needs you need to cater for the child he or she needs now that way it is the right of every child to receive care mm. from his or her parents mm. even though sometimes it doesn't happen that way for several reasons that we cannot go into in this uh, episode mm. but then again looking at it from the perspective of the child trust me you're going to grow up one day and you will realize that you are not any better than those children who grew up under the bridge you don't have two heads and they have one you are a human being as much as they are mm. so if you were born by parents who catered for you you're just favored you just it's just a privilege because you didn't choose them mm. you didn't choose your father mm. you didn't choose your mother you were just privileged to have a good one and so you should appreciate it that's why i see children who are raised well and they get pompous and they raise shoulders and they feel like they're on top of the world it's not your doing mm. because when i see children who grew up who grew up on the street and they make something good of their lives i am on top of the world mm. 
because it's easy when your parents take good care of you. you you you're in secondary school and you probably have some properties ready you don't know what it means to suffer mm. it's very easy that it's very easy that way but check out those who have to suffer who have who didn't have who probably don't even have parents and they had to make something out of their lives for those ones what do you say so as a child from your own perspective you should see that if you have good parents if they took good care of you they pay your school fees they give you good food they shelter you you should be thankful you should go to your father and mother and say you know what thank you for giving me this kind of life because you're just privileged, privileged. there's some others who didn't get it but on the part of the parents father and mother please prepare for your children please bring only children you can cater for it is their right to get the care to get the love to get the basic needs of life Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let, let me now ask you this. You know, some people believe. You know, you. I've heard of scenarios where a child would even say that because you just said that parenting, when it comes to a child, a child sometimes should view it. Most times, should view it as a privilege. I've yeah. heard of children who would say. I didn't ask to be born because we have parents who probably are not responsible. Mm. You know, and so a child is left to fend for themselves or yeah. a child is constantly being abused. It could be physical, mm. it could be emotional, it could be even yeah. sexual on the home front. And you have children who will tell their parents, you know, I didn't ask you to be born. If you couldn't take care of me, um, you shouldn't have given birth to me. And we have parents mm. who would respond and tell you, you know what, that I even care for you in the first place is a mm. privilege for you. It's mm. not a right that you should demand from me. Mm. And I think society sometimes even believes that because outside the shores of this country, the fact that you have children of yours doesn't automatically mm. mean you can be a good parent. And that's why we have the government in some countries take children, even in Nigeria here, mm. they take children away from the parents yeah. if they feel yeah. like you cannot care for them um, well mm. enough. Mm. All right. So as a parent, you know, you go through the process of bringing a child to life. And in the world that we live in now, you have options. You know, when yeah. uh, we have people who get pregnant, who would rather... Yeah abort the baby than give birth to the baby and mm. when a person you know goes through all of those body changes as a woman particularly to birth mm. a baby after nine mm. months and sometimes they cannot care for the child maybe um, they're not prepared emotionally or mentally because parenting doesn't come with a manual everybody learns on the job <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, yeah so when people don't do it right and they have their children being taken away from them you know mm. do you think that that is right or, or do you think that um the father their parents or they went through all i don't know how to put this in the words but the father they went through all the process of birthing this baby isn't that mm. enough to prove that Yes, I have a right, you know, over this baby. Mm, mm. You know what? You know, we, we said this earlier, yeah? It's not enough that you carry the baby okay. mm. for nine months. No. Every child is important. Mm. Every child is important. Because just imagine if something had happened to Barack Obama as a child. Mm. Yeah? Mm. I can go on and on, but let me stop there. Okay, let's make this easy. Let me define privilege mm. and right the way it's put in the dictionary. Mm. And maybe this will help us to get a mm. uh, clearer picture. Now, when you say something is a right, it means something that you're morally, legally, or officially allowed to do or have, mm. okay? So morally, legally, or officially, you should have that thing. Mm. That's when it's your right. It means you're qualified to have it, you deserve it. It's an advantage that you deserve and you are qualified to have. Okay? okay? So, looking at it that way, a child 
having been born is qualified to be catered for. He deserves to be catered for because that's what brings the best out of him, really. I mean, if you can cater for a child, why does he have to roam the streets to fend for himself? The only reason why a child will go and roam the streets to fend for himself is when no one is there to cater for him. So if there's someone there to cater for you, good, good. You don't have to roam the streets. And then you still turn out well. On the other hand, privilege is a special advantage. Take note of special advantage, okay. yeah? It's a special advantage given to only one or a group of people or something you are lucky to have. So can you see that in privilege, there is special advantage and there is a function of being lucky, mm-hmm. which I'll probably call being favored. Mm-hmm. That's privilege. Okay. Okay? So, if you look at it from that point of view, as a child, I mean, you're, you're just favored, you're just lucky. Because you didn't have the power to choose. As you mean, we had the power to choose, and you say, okay, yeah, you, you chose the irresponsible parents now, so go live with it. But you didn't have that power. So, in countries when, where they take children away from their parents because they are irresponsible, that serves them right. Mm. Because the children have the right to be raised well. They okay. have the right to be catered for. They shouldn't have been brought to the world if they weren't, if they weren't in plan for. Mm. So these societies that take those children away, they understand, they know the value of every child. Mm. And they want to put the best into that child. Mm. So if you are an irresponsible parent, they take... Now, have you, have you ever thought about it? That the children... Who goes to do housemaid? Who goes to um, take care of children who were prepared for are those who were not prepared for. Mm. Does that make sense to you? Mm. Parents who do not prepare for their own children, they bring them and they don't have what it takes to take care of them. Then at the end of the day, they have to send them to one whoever to go and live with them, to be slaves, in quotes, Mm. to them. And those ones will now be the ones taking care of those children that their own parents have prepared for okay and so you now have to be living with them you have to be they they now have to be the one feeding um uh giving shelter giving clothes and everything to the to your own children because you didn't prepare for them Mm. and so if as a parent you're not doing too well at the moment i mean i see people who when they get married they say okay fine we cannot we, we don't have what it takes to, to have a child here, yeah, maybe we slow down a bit. There's different ways where you could hold it for a while. Okay. For a while. Okay. And so you try and work hard and maybe get something going before you have the first one. And you put some space to take care of the first one before you have the second one. Okay. I mean, we should plan these things. If you do not plan to fail, then you, you, you're you ready to... If, 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 you, if you fail to plan, mm. then you plan to fail. Mm. And so if we plan for these children, they will not suffer when they come. They won't. They won't. We should have more children that that if we're not ready, then let's not bring them. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for saying that. And uh, we live in a society, um, Mr. Firewingy, where people believe that parenthood is a divine right. I mean, people believe that, you know, having children is not some natural thing, you know, to believe. But I think we can conclude already that having kids... Mm giving birth to a child might mm. be a right but parenting is a privilege mm. exactly okay so not everybody can parent a child but people, not, not can, people can have babies but not every one yeah. of them can parent okay? can be a parent exactly all right i can tell the kind of parents you are mm. the kind of person you are 
but the way you parent a child. Mm. Parenting reveals who you are. Okay. It doesn't change who you are. Mm. Some people say, oh, before I had a child, I was this, I was that, but now I have a baby, things are difficult, I become this. No, 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 no. Mm. Parenting doesn't change people. Mm. It reveals you. Okay. And I said something, I said something a long time ago, and I'm sure it was one of my Facebook posts. I said, you're not a fulfilled father until your daughter can pray to marry a man like you. And the same goes for a mother too. Mm. And so if you're a good man, if you raise a daughter well, one day she'll look up to you and say, Daddy, I pray to marry a man like you. Mm. Um, Adisha, imagine your joy when your son looks up to you and says, Mommy, I pray to marry a woman like you. Mm. That means you've you've done well. That means you're successful. Mm. You've raised him well. He sees all the values that a mother should have, that a wife should have. He sees it in you. So he wants to replicate it for himself. Mm. So parenting is a skill. It is learned. It is learned. Okay. It, we didn't bring it from heaven. Mm. And most of the time you learn on the job. But you have to have a determination. You have to tell yourself that I'm going to give my best into raising this child. Okay. That's it. All right. Thank you. Mm. Okay. Now, let me ask you this again now. You know, the world that we live in, the society that we live in now, if you turn on your TV or your radio, you know, sometimes you hear the kind of music that you listen to or what you view. Um, The standard in the world today, in Nigeria particularly, um, you hear slangs like, if we don't buy Benz, waiting we gain. You hear things like, you know, underwears are missing and people have to be extra careful. People are going all out to be rich by all means. And it makes me think sometimes that there must be somewhere where we are failed as a society. And because the society comprises of basically homes, you know, people who emanate or who came out from homes, even in Nigeria and even in some African countries as well, in Nigeria particularly, let's use as an example, we have a lot of politicians who are quite corrupt, people say, who are all looters or some of them just diverting public funds. And the truth is, some of these people came from homes. And I believe in something, that if you train up a child in the way they should go, when they are grown, they will not depart from it. Now, they might stray from it, but they will always have a way of coming back to that right path. What aspect of parenting do you think we are neglecting that is getting us into this mode that we are in society? And what step do you think we can take to better it in this regard? You know, there's this um, Yoruba adage that says that um, your your child is not a laundry mask. But every time he comes home with loads and loads of clues, and you're not asking questions, you're not saying anything, then there's a problem. Mm. In fact, the concluding part of the chapter I wrote on parenting, I was trying to ask who a good parent is. People looked to be rich enough to send their children to foreign universities. Mm. If you look at what they have done with the money, send a child to foreign university. It looks good, Abby. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> but then the how is bad. Mm. And the how of every matter is what matters the most. So if you look to send a child abroad, the sending the child abroad looks good, mm-hmm. but the looting is wrong. Mm. So what we need to get back to is the how. How we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Or let me say is the how, is the why. Now, if you have a good intention, then how do you plan to achieve it? Your child is ill and you want to give the child treatment. All you could do is to go and work, do some trade and make some extra profit 
for you to be able to buy drugs for the child. That's mm. a how, and that's good, and that's fair. Okay. But if you go and stand in the middle of the road as a street walker mm. to get money to buy drugs, then the, there's something wrong with the how. Mm. So in this society that you have just talked about, what is the how? There's a lot of wrong how. Now, have you ever heard this saying that says, an average person, everyone more or less, behaves their background. Mm, that's true, I've heard that. Yes, everyone more or less behaves their background. We, we, we can't help it. It's what you can't control. Mm. Okay? Now, if you have parents who have the right contents, in quotes, themselves, this is exactly what the persons, the children, content, underline the word content, mm. they say that you cannot give what you don't have. That's right. When the children go out, whether you like it or not, they're going to hear all those slangs. They're going to learn shaku shaku dance. You're going to be shocked one day. Your son will walk into the house, listen to one sound in the radio, and he'll start dancing shaku shaku. You never thought him that. Mm. But when he goes out, he's going to mix. Mm. He's going to learn. And he's going to display it in the house. Mm. You know how you can save yourself? You give him the right content. Mm. So my child can go out and hear where they are playing. If we don't make money, waiting we gain. When he comes home, I tell him, you want to make money, you have to work hard. Mm. Remember I said that most, in fact, I think it was Robert Fulham who said, don't worry that children never listen to you. Worry that they are watching you. Okay. So if my child sees how much I work hard and I show him everything, he knows that dad's always going to work, he's always getting this contract, he's always doing this, and he knows that I'm using that money to raise them, I am preparing him for the world ahead of him. Mm. In fact, one of the ways we fail as parents is that we never prepare our children for the world ahead of them. Mm. We never prepare them to be parents themselves. Mm. Are you with me? Yes. We never prepare them to be parents themselves. My father never sat me down and said, you know what? Um, this is basically how a woman is. You have been married to your mother for X, Y, Z years. Mm. Um, a woman she, a woman probably would do this, probably would do that. So as a man, you should do this, you should do that. Most of the time, you don't get to hear such deep, 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 deep things from parents. Mm -hmm. But then you go, you have to go to school, you have to get good grades, you have to get a job, you have to get good a good job, you have to make money, and then they tell us all is fine, and then you can take them. No, there's so many other things attached to uh, being good parents, mm. so much much more than just having a good job and being able to provide their needs. Okay. You also should look into what they hear, what they see, the people they mix with. Now, if they go out, which you can't help most of the time, they go for parties, children parties. They don't most of the time they don't go there and play Don Juan or on Kenoli. That's true. They go there and they play these what you get and these shaku shaku and these all of these things that you probably don't want to hear at that age. But then they will hear it. You can help it when they go visit their friends. If their friends are not like you, if their friends' parents are not like you, they're probably going to put it on the hip TV while they are there, and they're probably going to see all the news that they're not supposed to see. But if you give them more of the good content when they come home, it's going to overshadow what they get on the outside. 
So what they display most of the time is what you give them. Mm. So if what you give them is the same thing they are getting on the outside, then that's what they will display. Okay. But if you give them something better, something saner than what they get on the outside, you realize that your own is going to come over and above what they get on the outside and they, they're going to display your own so much more than what they get on the outside all right okay thank you so much you said give your children content good content yes. now good content. now as we wrap it up you know today you said something earlier you talked about uh, parenting giving values and you said yeah. if you had some time you would really touch on some of these values and i want yeah. you to do that okay now parenting um if, if you define a good parent if I want to define a good parent, and if I want to talk about the values as a parent that you should teach your children, um, I'll tell you to teach them how to love. Okay. First of all, um, when we talk about love, it, it looks abstract. I mean, it looks difficult or impossible. No, no, no. It's very simple. Two, just three things you need to do. Mm. Teach them how to love themselves. Because if you love yourself as a person, it's going to be very easy to love your neighbor. Uh-huh. But if you don't love yourself, there's a difference between loving yourself and being selfish. Mm. I don't mean being selfish. I mean, have value for yourself. Respect, love yourself. Know that you're wonderfully made and you're, you're special. Okay. See yourself the way God sees you. You have to train a child to feel loved, to know that, to know, to love him or herself. You have to train a child to love his neighbor, love the next person. Somebody needs help. Give a helping hand. It starts from being a child. Three people are standing, two elders, you're talking with an elder, something drops and your child cannot pick it. There's something wrong. Mm. Your child should be looking out to helping other people. And so when you love yourself as a child, when you love your neighbor, it's easy to love God. Because even the Holy Book says, whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers, you've done unto me. So if you show love to your neighbor, it's like indirectly showing love to God. So we need to train them, I mean, we need to teach them that. Okay. Secondly, we need to teach them to be decent. Okay. Okay? It's, it, decency is a value that you, money cannot buy. They have to, you know, as they go through life, they need to embrace decency. Okay. Then they need to be dignified. Okay? I mean, you do not train a child to be rude and unruly in every situation. You need to train them to be calm and controlled. When they face difficult situations, they need to calm down, look inward. Strength lies in quietness. They need to be quiet and look within. I have this scenario. Nothing, there is nothing that does not have at least one way out. Okay. The only thing you need to do is to be quiet enough to find that one way out. We need to train our children like, like that. Okay. Not going through the back door. To, to get things done. Mm. I mean, as a parent, your child knows that you bribed the lecturer mm. for him to get a good grade. That kind of child, what will he become? Mm. Can you just imagine that? Mm. So, parenting, I mean, we think that we are doing them good. We're not. As a, as a parent, you, you, you're bribing a teacher or a lecturer to give your child a good grade and the child is aware and you think that kind of child will become a CEO of a multinational tomorrow? I pray. <laughs> so, number four, we need to teach them to be careful. Okay. Okay? We need to teach them to be careful. We need to teach them to be watchful. To choose, carefully choose their friends. Carefully make decisions. Okay. It's, it's very important. You cannot jump into this because you see something about decisions? 
decisions while you think they are you're making them they're actually making you okay okay so when you're making your decisions you need to be careful you need to make sure you are taking the right ones mm. you need to teach them to be honest mm. it is good to know the truth yeah that's what you set you free but don't just know it say it and do it be what you say if there's a disconnect when somebody says something and you does something else so you need to be honest so a child normally you know the way they're born every child we all do it sometimes you want you have something or you've done something say, did you do it you say no but then you've done it you need to make sure that child knows that every time you do something you need to say that you have done it and face the consequences and as a, as a, as a parent we need to learn to correct them in love we need to learn to to train training now is correcting in love okay. and not torture All right. and that doesn't mean that you over pamper no use the role when you need to use the role but don't turn it to torture All right. then you need to train them to have integrity uh, that's about the sixth one yeah. you need to train them to have integrity they need to be reliable okay you don't need to be divided to be unstable like a fraction you need to be an integer. That's that's where the word integrity comes from. Oh, integer. Okay. You need to stand and stand where well. Oh, okay? So integrity is very scarce these days, but we need to put it back into the children. We need to teach them also to be humble. Okay? Okay. God doesn't... I mean, we, 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 humility is what we, we need in this society. We don't need proud people. Teach them to be humble. Teach them to be respectful. Okay. And finally... We need to teach them to be grateful. So you give a child something, he needs to learn to say thank you. Okay? So those are the few values that we as parents must put back into our children. So every parent out there, I would like to leave this word with you by Jim George in his book, A Man After God's Own Heart. Okay. He said, as your heart goes, so goes your family. If your heart isn't right, no child racing system, rules or gimmicks will ever work. Mm-hmm. As your heart goes, mm. so goes your parenting. Mm. My advice to you as a parent is that you check your heart because that's where comes the issues of life. Mm-hmm. Check your heart, put the right values there, okay. and then it's easy for you to transfer it to the children. Mm. Thank you so much. She does mean... An awesome time, an eye-opening moment with you on the show today, Mr. Lauter Fawaiming. Thank you so much, Alicia. And I must say that your book, The Soldier Within, inspired this particular episode. So keep up the great work. You know, you're inspiring a lot of people out there. Thank you so much. It's a great honor to do that. All right, though. So thank you for joining us on this episode of Homefront for you. today. All right. Thank you, Mohammed. All right. Thank you so much. Wow, wow, wow. That is awesome. That was an amazing time right there with Mr. Olauton Fawe and Yumi. Thank you so much for shedding light on a lot of issues right there. Uh, naughty issues. I mean, and I mean, K-N-O-T-T-Y. Issues people try to shy away from and not talk about. But thank you for all of the words of wisdom. Thank you for all of the quotes. Thank you for all of, you you know, perspective that was shared on that one. Particularly, I love the one about the values that you wrapped it up with. 
because it's time to go on the show today now this is one of the times when i wish i could stay longer and longer but it is about time to wrap it up today on home front i must sincerely say thank you to everyone who tuned in from different parts of the world today on the show thank you so much and to all those who are newly joining us you can find previous episodes of this show home front on the website now if you go to www.wellsradio.com forward slash home front you will be able to see amazing episodes that have come your way uh, on divorce on sex on the home front on parenting in the 21st century on strict parents and we watch children on as many as possible and from the children angle we've treated topics as why don't my parents understand me or understanding birth orders if you're firstborn if you're a secondborn you're middleborn or a lastborn is that a special way they act or does psychology explain them in any way we've treated topics like that so you can listen to them and download them for your listening pleasure for your entire family feel free to also check out the website to download other amazing shows from wells radio that we have for you it's been a great day so far follow wells radio on twitter at wells radio on instagram at wells radio like our page at wells radio online on facebook my name is adeshawa olofinko until the next time i come your way you stay happy stay blessed have a beautiful home built on love and on god enjoy the rest of your day Papa,